You have opened the Oculonomicon. I contain the history of magic in these lands. We journey into a world of arcane magic and malevolent evil, where you shall witness three bold adventurers and the perils they face. A Dungeons and Dragons 4th Edition Podcast, Episode 13, The Third Option. The two warlocks and their dog-headed companion, having returned from the mystical swamp, find themselves in the city of Almuri with an important decision to make. I don't know why. I recommend to see at least get some money or something for something. Find the shopkeeper a little bit more. We need, to, we, we need to make Talbus. We need to be men, and we need to go our own way. No, we're not. We're going. Let's go. Come on. I Take want my money. Going up to the White Spire. We did a lot, and we haven't gotten anything back from which, it. Which which rhymes a bitch for a reason. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we're not MIG-towing anything, we're going to the White Spire! You can leave if you want to! Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot how difficult this is. <laughs> so, ah, guys, get at make me. It. Quinn is sitting there regally as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, she like, seems to be a little bit more alert now. Um... Mm-hmm. She has, she looks at you, and she goes, What news do you bring? Who else is there? No one's there but Quinn. Where is Tandori? Tandori is on business. And your dwarf friend? Also on business. As you can tell, we three run this city, and our jobs do not rest. I see. May I ask you a question? One, one second, time out. Okay, okay, real quickly. I got an idea, I got an idea. What is your idea? This better be good. Okay. I get behind her. No. <laughs> oh, I will just ask you a question, I, like, Quinn. We, we just, we try Stop to get me. her... Look, Stop look, moving look, me. Look, look, we try, <laughs> we try to get her next to <laughs> window. I get behind her, you push her. No, she's we a... Just say it was she's, an accident. she's a wizard, Stop it. I just need some uh, before I decide to bluff. Right, you just say the word, I'll fuck it. Quinn? So, Quinn? What? May I ask a question? You may. Did you know all along that you were sending us off to our most certain doom when you had us hunt down the source of the taint? You see a smile creep, like, creep across her otherwise stoic face. And she goes, 
I see you have found the Toussaint Legba. We did indeed. Mm. <laughs> and they gave you the tall tale about me removing them from their seat of power. No. What do you mean? Real quickly, it's scarce. I just want to get, get an idea of the layout. Like, is there, like, windows? <laughs> just in case. Yes, there are windows. There's the stained glass window behind her. There's an open window behind Tandori's chair. And there's a stone pillar behind... My God, man, don't you pay attention. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in case something bad happens. Please let her answer. <laughs> I can only assume that if you have found the source of this of this corruption, yes, then you have met the, the Toussaint Legba. We've met both the sisters. Hmm. And we've also encountered all the people you sent prior to us. <laughs> I didn't know she kept them alive. Well, surprise, surprise, she did. Granted, they're not they're, they're far more docile than I'm used to seeing wizards and warlocks. The Toussaint Legba are masters of illusion and mind control magic. We've experienced that ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, if their tale is a lie, what is the truth behind their tale? The truth is, is that my father gave me this seat. It is my birthright. My mother held this seat long before I... Sorry. Mm, Sorry, back up. My mother held this seat and gifted it to me upon her passing. I am the true high wizard of this city. I see, but was it not there an agreement that this throne would be shared? I don't know of any such agreement. Well, I would think you would. You're the leader of this city. You sit in the high chair. I would imagine that you would know the true history of the founding of this place. Don't mind me. Pugsley, heal. Look, I'm not doing it the charger. I'm just getting closer to a window. So if shit We're gets- not going to fight the omnipotent Uber being. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm jumping out a window. This is a fact-finding thing. <laughs> what was your question again, Jason? <sighs> I'm pretty sure the Ghostbusters saw confronting Gozer was a fact-finding thing, too, and look at how that turned out, Jason. That would be great if any of those things existed here. <laughs> anyway, Ghostbusters aren't my question was, I find it surprising that you seem ignorant of your own history, considering that you're the leader of this town. You see this amused look on her, or bemused look on her face? And she goes, I am well aware of the history of this town. This town would not be anywhere without my family. We have kept Almuri going for generations. Oh, she is the bad guy. And what of Sola and the other who helped find, found the town? They Ooh. have done... I suspect the other was Elijah... But that's just me thinking off the top of my head. <laughs> Sola, you're not wrong. Sola and Elijah did what they did, what they did under the command of my father, Manos. I see. 
Do I need to remind you that this city is split into three sections, each one loyal to one of the founders? I am well aware. If the section that is loyal to Sola should find out that the heirs to Sola's throne are right now banished out in the swamp and perhaps killed by lowly warlocks that you sent out there who may have killed her purely out of accident, that they may become, shall we say, upset? And see, just like that, you have made one critical mistake, Cassie, because you will not be telling anyone anything. Jump it out the window! <laughs> as, as she says that, she sweeps her hand across. Get back here, you bastard. Get, get across. No, out the window. I prepared an action. Jump out the open window. First of all, none of these windows are open. All to your doom if you jump out those windows. She sweeps her hand across the table, and three bags appear. Bounce enough for boobs. Out the window. And three bags appear. I assume this is enough for you. It's the to smash the windows to jump out of. One sec. (laughs) I open one of the bags. Inside the bags, you find a pile of uh, gold and rubies and uh, gold rubies. What else did I have prepared? Gold rubies and um, and a brooch. Hmm. I look at it. I look at the gentleman. Gentlemen, would you care to check the bags? Since you're trying to run out of windows and shit? I'll check the bag. I test my. I test one of the coins with my teeth to check to see if they're real, that they're actual. It's, it's not real gold. Gold. It's real gold. I kind of check. It's real gold. I look, I look at KK, I look at Pugsley, and I look back at Quinn, and I said, you're absolutely right. It really is a shame that no one will ever find out. I take the medallion out from underneath my shirt, and I drop it onto the table. Quinn looks at it. She doesn't move, but you can clearly see on her face there's like a... uh, Smirk, like the, tw- the 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 sides of her mouth twitch in a uh, in a uh, a controlled smile. I pick up the bag and ho- hoist it over my shoulder. In fact, you'll never have to worry about seeing the three of us ever again. I believe uh, a boat is calling for us. The the bags aren't like bur- they aren't like burlap sacks. They're just. Like oh, they're big enough to compensate. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I tuck it underneath my robe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe our business is concluded. Yes, gentlemen. Pugsley. <laughs> she she looks at the medallion. She uh, she looks at you and she goes, "You have completed your task. The boon has been paid." And as she says that, her voice literally booms out, and then it goes silent again. Okay. One moment. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, well, now, that's nice and interesting. We're out of here. Find some place I ain't fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
and pick up my pouch. You so many Sam. What about that Rasa Frost and Frost and Frost and Rabbit? Sass Frost and Rabbit. God damn, going out in marshes and boom, how Also, I already know one thing that's up. I ain't gonna say it yet. I wanna see if you two figure this out, because I think I, I know one way Scarce is trying to have this blow up in our face. <laughs> Sorry about that. What did I miss? Um, Nothing. We waited for you. No, oh, thank you. Um, right. Quickly, next, leave. next month, <laughs> um, possibly next month, I might have to go down to Liverpool for a couple of weeks uh, from okay. work. I've accepted a new role at work, um, which means I might have to travel a little bit. Let, let's finish the game. <laughs> I don't know when. We, start, we started late. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> so you guys leave the white the 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 throne. Well, what essentially is a throne room? I'm going to go to the section that uh, Sol uh, it uh, belongs to Sola. I am too. Sky. First, I'm going there as well. It's almost guy I see. Scarce. I walk into a shop. Giving them that fucking brooch. I don't trust that fucking brooch. We're done. Let's go. I'm going into a shop very quickly. Okay. The gold, I'm not keeping that brooch. Something's okay. up with the brooch. You go into the shop. And I take out the brooch from inside mm -hmm. of my pouch. Mm -hmm. And I say, hello, good shopkeeper. Paint and a brush in exchange for this golden brooch. <laughs> the shopkeeper... Uh, who and he's not really a character I'm not going to make so he's just a yeah, shopkeeper um, he, I'm the shopkeeper shut up Matt <laughs> shush it, shush it. he looks at the brooch and he like tests it it's like real gold it's you know um, and you can tell that the brooch is like a gold flower that mm -hmm. is encrusted with diamonds mm -hmm. and in the center is a red ruby Mm-hmm. And he looks at it and he looks at you and he goes, Paint and a brush for this. You could buy more. Red paint and a brush. And um uh some uh quick if I was wondering if you know the the closest port to this town. Well, of course, the largest port that we have. It's the port in front of the city. It's excellent. Do they have ships that routinely leave every day? Well, not every day, but I'm sure you can find someone who, if you're going to travel, you can find someone who can take you. That's excellent as well. I'll also take um, whatever you feel is fair for some potions and, um, huh, I don't know, uh, that's about it, really. I don't want the brooch. You can have it. He okay. gives you four potions. He gives you the red brooch and the paintbrush. The red brooch? Or not the brooch, but the red paint and the paintbrush. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Now, That's gentlemen, I, I find I find a street with a large, uncluttered white wall in the solar section of town. Oops, I did not mean to roll that. 
That was accidental. Okay. Mind you, you asked a shopkeeper for a paint and a paintbrush. He gave you what essentially is a medium-sized inkwell and a paint and a small paintbrush. Wait, I didn't. I'm going back. Wait a minute. No, I wanted a bucket of paint and a paintbrush. Did you go to the hardware store? I didn't ask, ask for an inkwell full of paint and a tiny brush. <laughs> um... He goes. He, he goes. So you want the you, So he. You see him go in the back. You see him come back out. He has a pail. Perfect. And then a and then a really crudely made brush because out of like a mop. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Much. Excellent. So, while you're doing that, I'm gonna find me the most loyal pub. To um, what's her face's daddy? Okay. Sola. And just start right. rumors about how Sola's uh, family are vanished out the city and can be found in the marshes. Mm-hmm. What would I roll for I that? Take, I take Pugsley. Um, I've got diplomacy, I guess. Diplomacy. Just to start general rumors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, as you talk to people in this pub and let them know that the, the, Tucson, the Tucson Legba, um, the heirs to Sola's, um, to Sola's legacy, well, are banished from the city. I'm fucking passage on a boat. Hold on, Matt. Us. Matt. Yes, thank you. Shh. Um, you you hear like excited murmurs um, happening in this bars um, as you begin to leave the pub. You hear you see people kind of like whispering um, as the rumors start to take hold and start go through go out through the section of the city. Okay, and Matt, you're going to a shipmaster and asking for passage. Do you and guys? I have found a large white wall. Uh-huh. In the solar part of town. Okay. And using the red paint, mm-hmm. I paint, Quinn is a traitor. I'm going to uh, just dump my brooch in the street. Don't care about getting anything for it. And head towards the Quinn part of town. <laughs> okay. Find the most loyal pub. Oh and God. start rumors against the Quinn part of town too. <laughs> and start rumors about how Quinn isn't really Quinn. She's actually a shapeshifter. Oh my God! Let's hope You're this works. Make a roll for that. <laughs> I know. Damn it! <laughs> uh, some people believe you, but other people's literally clearly look at you and go, "You're crazy." <laughs> Have we got anything on Elijah? I nice big white wall. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on a deserted street, and I write in big red letters, Manos was assassinated. <laughs> I had this whole thing planned out, and now it's fucking lame as wrong. I then leave the bucket and the... And the the fucking brush. 
I go, now, I am truly Calgon the Mostly Red, and I head to the port. Head into the port, via Elijah's most loyal pub, to start rumours about how Elijah was backstabbed. Mm. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Bye, Quinn. Uh, Daddy, you immediately, much like what you saw on the other side of town, that people are um, starting to share this rumor at a rapid pace. Pace. Um, the as you leave, you not only see people, um, <laughs> you not only see people um, murmuring, but they they almost seem to be getting agitated. <laughs> and now I am running to port. I meet up with him on the street. And that is where we, we end. We <laughs> high five. No, we don't. We high yeah, five. We, do. yeah, yeah, we, we need to we need to hook up with Pugsley. <laughs> okay. We so make it we go to the port. You guys go to port. You guys go to the uh, UC Pugsley booking passage. Um, and we jump on the, the brooch. Part. Remember, I gave the brooch to a random, random homeless person. But it was three bags. Jump. Yeah, we jump on the ship. So I just dumped mine in the street. He sold well, his. First of all, first of all, you guys haven't told me where you're going. Don't I care. Tell you. <laughs> where are we going, Pugsley? I don't know. Pugsley booked the first ship that's leaving the closest to wherever. We're just getting off this fucking island. Okay, you well, get to decide where we're, where, so long as it's fine. not here. Alright, you're booking passage to the Midlands, but the closest, the next ship that goes out is not, it's not leaving for another day or so. Nope, whatever's yep. leaving next. Whatever that, is, leaving that is literally next. the next ship that's leaving, but it's only leaving in the next day. Is there a boat for sale in the <laughs> <laughs> no. We've just lit fires and we're getting out of here. Yeah, yep, we sure fucking did. <laughs> you just, okay. We you just, just set two sections of town against one. You just you just death starred my entire storyline, so yes, you get to stay there for another day. <laughs> this should be fun. Right, well, on the mostly red turns his cloak inside out to discover that it's black. He wraps it around. <laughs> I will. I, I guess I'll spend time I, helping I, Pugsley I'm create Dave, a, a head. Uh, hi, I'm Dave Ryder. Who is this Calgon you speak of? Hello, Dave. <laughs> as you guys, as you guys uh, are told that your ship won't be ready for another day. Um, you retire to the nearest uh, lounge. Uh, okay, guys. I, no, well, no. no I'm going into the sewers. Let's just get some go. horses. We go to the port tavern that's filled with out-of-city sailors, people who have no vested interest in the town either. <laughs> as you go into... Waiting as you, to leave. As you go to the port tavern... Um, you enter... On the bottom floor, you clearly see it's bars, tables, there's food being served, um, there's a female bartender behind there, and then, of course, you see a pair of stairs that lead up to the living quarters for people who are um, just waiting for their shifts or coming in from 
from their um, journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, the female bartender um, is looks just like Calypso. Hmm. She is wearing a uh, cinched top, so it's right just right under where her breasts are. She's got a um, oh, mommy for Bobby. <laughs> She's got and she's got a uh, head rag on, and she's got a just a plain blue skirt. Serving drinks, talking, trying to get you know get as many people in the bars. <coughs> um, she doesn't see you. We take a corner seat. Mm-hmm. All of our hoods are up. <laughs> we're acting as suspicious as possible. It seems we're <laughs> we're hunched over. <laughs> this, my name is Dildo Buggins. What's your name? What's your name? I am Jam Bigglesworth. <laughs> and Dan Ryder. No, and suddenly I have a completely different ship. accent. We're just waiting for our ship, Thank the Filthy Whore, to leave tomorrow. <laughs> And thus ends the chapter. Return to this library another time for more of our tale. Until then, hallowed wizards, may your spells sing true. Three for Adventure is a Lemmy Listen podcast production with Angus MacDonald, Scarce Coherence, Jason Harding, and Matt. Produced by Angus MacDonald and Jason Harding. With music by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.lemmylistenpodcasts.com. If you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon slash lemmylisten. And thanks for listening.